Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes. Autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. And we are thrilled to be offering one of the first of its kind digital, virtual, and continuous learning environments, enabling parents and children to connect from all around the world. At Project purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, this also translates as recreating and co-creating environments, both socially and politically, that will enable our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic. We also write thought pieces every other Sunday and we have one scheduled to drop this upcoming Sunday. So definitely be sure to meander over to the website and check out our content. If you are interested in listening alternatives, well, we're available on 10 different podcast platforms and we've provided you with access to the links in the description below for your listening leisure. Now, as is the convention, be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification notification bell so that you are aware of every time you post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, tout le monde. Hello, everyone. I hope everyone is doing well. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness, and education on a week-by-week -week basis. And today, our topic of discussion is education. And what I want to talk about as it relates to education is energy management. Now, I've talked about energy management in a more practical sense, but here I want to provide the argument for why energy management is a critical life skill. It's a critical life skill, yet we're fairly cavalier about being able to impart this skill on younger generations. We kind of just assume that life and life experiences give us a sense of how to better manage our energy across the different spheres that we navigate through life. The only issue with that assumption is that many, in fact, probably the majority of us, don't really have a strong sense of how to manage our energy effectively, which is why there is such a huge amount of general anxiety and you know up to severe anxiety disorders around how we live our day-to-day -day life and a lot of it has to do or has roots embedded in a poor energy management strategy and when we think about energy management you know practically we all understand that if we're not being conscientious if we're not being intentional and mindful about where we put our energy then we're really just bouncing from one burnout to another burnout to another burnout and even if we 
we understand that cerebrally, it doesn't translate necessarily in our day-to-day. -day. We don't, you know, take it into consideration as we're thinking about the different areas that we are investing our time and energy in. So what I'd like to do is impart what I believe are the core fundamentals, the four core fundamental principles that will enable us to effectively manage our energy better. And it will provide us with the appropriate building blocks required in order to continuously develop the muscle to manage our energy more effectively in order to decrease the anxiety that comes with day-to-day -day living with multiple hats because the majority of us wear at, at minimum three to four hats in our day-to-day -day lives and that's not going to change anytime soon. So I think what needs to change are the principles by which we live by that will enable us to manage our energy more effectively as we course through the day-to-day. -day. So without any further ado, let's jump into my four core principles that will enable us to have more effective energy management strategies moving forward. The first of my four core principles is let the energy you get be a mirror of how much energy you should give. This is of course dictated by context, but for the most part, the energy that you are receiving from others should be an indicator of the energy that you give out. But sometimes if it is the case that we, you know, overthink or if it is the case that we were driven more by what we want instead of by reality, we give and we put so much energy into people, places, experiences, things, but we're not getting a return. And the one principle about energy management, if you don't remember any of the ones that I provide you, is about balance. It's about being cognizant of there needing to be a balance by way of energy management in order for you to not burn out. So you need to always be very mindful of how much energy you're getting back for the energy you're putting in. There always needs to be a return on investment in the energy exchange taking place between you and your environment or you and your relationships. So you always need to give yourself an opportunity to pause, to take a step back and to ask yourself, is the energy that I'm giving a reflection of the energy that I'm getting? And if it is not, like there's no need to take offense. It doesn't need to be a big deal. It doesn't even need to be a conversation. It just needs to be an adjustment. You're only going to commit to others or to environments, the energy that you see and that you recognize, they're willing to commit to you. And then you move on with your life, right? It's that simple, like we don't really need to overcomplicate things. Let's simplify it. We use the energy that we receive in our environment as a mirror to adjust and to adapt accordingly. So that's a very, very important principle. And that's the first principle that I want to impart today by way of having like a fundamental, well-rooted, well-grounded energy management strategies. Now, my second principle by way of energy management is, is one that we often fail to put into practice. And I actually, there, there's so many different re reasons why, but I think that it's just better practice. It's better for your mental and emotional well-being. And it just makes more logical sense for the second principle to always be mindful of the fact that the amount of energy that you give out should be in direct alignment with the amount of value you place in where your energy is going. And you know, that's a little bit of a mouthful, but it's really very important. A lot of us put a lot of energy in areas that we value very little. And 
On the flip side of that, the areas that we value quite significantly, we allow energy to be cannibalized from those areas to go into areas where we're not going to get a lot of energy exchanged because we don't even value the energy that we get back. So even if we're getting a lot of energy back from those places that we're putting our energy into, we don't value those places so that energy has less value to us. And this is something that we really need to pause and reflect on and we need to be very mindful, very intentional about making sure that we only give as much energy as how much it is that we value those specific areas in life and for the areas that we don't value a whole lot. If those areas take a significant amount of energy from us, then we need to make some lifestyle adjustments fairly rapidly because burnout happens when we put too much energy in areas where we're not getting energy back and burnout happens when we're putting too much energy in areas where you know we don't even value the energy that we get back. So it's very important that when you think about how much energy you're expending, you're thinking about, well, how much energy should I actually be expending just based on how much I value this area or this facet in my life? I think that's very important. And my second core principle for effective energy management for you to take on and continue to develop that muscle so that you can be better at managing your energy and where you put your energy and how much energy that you place in different arenas in your life. All right, so that brings us to our third core principle. And again, if you incorporate all of these four principles, I'm telling you, you've provided yourself with the adequate foundation to have an effective energy management strategy to enable you to live your life fully and completely feeling as though your energy is in the right place and kind of situated accordingly. So this third principle is, is very straightforward, but still one that we often try to cut corners around. And that is you need to place energy in all of the areas of your life that you allocate value to. And sometimes what we do is we like to put things off. We like to self-sacrifice and put areas that we value, that we want to put our energy into on the back burner and we wait till later. Later, not realizing that by not putting our energy in those areas, we are actually cutting off our energy exchange supply. We're, we're cutting off our energy flow because the areas where we would like to put our energy into are areas that feed into our energy reservoirs as well. So the less that you put energy into areas where you desire to put energy into, you're actually cutting off your ability to restore the energy that you're expending from other areas in your life that are taking more energy than you actually want to put into those areas, which is breaking the second principle. You only ever want to put as much energy as the amount of value that you place in the specific areas in your life. And I think that is so important that we really take several steps back and think about all of the areas in our lives that we attribute value to, that we wanna put our energy into, and that we can decide, well, how much energy is enough, right? And it's never going to be okay in the long term or even in the midterm. The self-sacrifice arenas in your life, areas in your life by completely withdrawing your energy altogether, thinking that you can make up for it moving forward. It's much better to just build a plan and stick it to it 
commit to a plan for yourself, for your self-care, in order to ensure that no matter what the cadence is, whether this is a daily, weekly, monthly schedule, you're always ensuring that you're not neglecting the areas where you know you need to put your energy into because you value those areas. Those areas have a restorative aspect in the way that the energy exchange takes place when you carve out time to put your energy in those areas. So if you know you like, you know, need 20 minutes to reflect, you have to commit to it. You can't self-sacrifice that. You can't cut corners when it comes to energy management. Anytime you cut corners, you're compromising your sense of well-being. Anytime you cut corners, you're compromising on your mental health. So there's a lot at stake. I think there's a lot at stake when you cut corners by way of your energy management strategy and when you try to rationalize why it's okay to put things on the back burner that really do mean a lot to you. And I'm here to say like, that's just not going to help you out in the long run. And in the long run, it's better to just take a step back and think about, well, how do I build out a schedule that ensures that I'm always reserving energy for the areas in proportion to the amount of value that I place on those areas. And I'm doing that consistently throughout the course of, of whatever the routine might be, daily, weekly, monthly, up to you, but you're being consistent and you're not compromising. And this brings us to our last point. It really just flows into it. And that's placing boundaries and, and putting restrictions on people's access to your energy. And that's really the hardest part. I think we can all create really great energy management strategies, but a lot of the times we allow people to kind of infringe on our strategies, to impose, to cannibalize in our strategies. And it's about cultivating the language, the confidence to be able to support and defend where we know we need to put our energy for our mental and our emotional well-being. And this is why I think energy management is a critical life skill because of the impact that it has on our quality of life. It is actually very significant. And a lot of the times when we talk about energy management and we talk about self-care and we talk about, you know, reflection and mindfulness, we think that this is like a yogi subculture and it's not. This is something that is just so necessary for all of our mental wellness, for all of our mental health, which is why I consider it to be a life skill. This is something that we need to formally educate our children on. This is something that we need to formally educate ourselves on. Yet somehow we miss the mark. We kind of assume that something as important as energy management is something that we'll figure out over time. And a lot of us haven't learned those lessons. A lot of us haven't figured it out. And as a result of that, our quality of life has been severely, you know, hindered or is in the process of being eroded because we're not recognizing that we hold the keys, we hold the power to really live fully live, you know, more meaningful life just by building out more effective energy management strategies. So that's really what I wanted to talk about in this video. I think that it's important that we discuss fundamentals, that we, we talk about the core principles that really will drive and fuel developing more meaning and fulfillment out of life. And this is one of the ways that takes place. But before you tune out, I would be remiss if I didn't let you know that from now until the foreseeable future, we will be going live at least twice a month, every month on our Facebook page. So we invite you to join us in our live events. Our live events are paid events, but if you do see yourself participating in our Game Changer community on an ongoing basis, then I suggest that you check out our package plans. We have package plans available that will also offer you access to our workshops and webinars over and above the live events, which are largely focused on self-mastery that will enable you to derive the soft skills and the critical thinking skills to derive more meaning and fulfillment out of life. So that's it for this segment. I really 
hope that you enjoyed it and I hope that you agree that energy management is a very critical life skill and though it's not part of our formal education curricula, it's something that we should all make a point of learning and make a point of incorporating in the way that we live our day-to-day -day lives. So with all of that said, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon.